0: Have you ever thought about what it would look like if you genuinely showed up for yourself? Like, really, for real? The most authentic version of you? I think that's kind of scary, which is why I want to talk about this today. Because I wonder how many of us are really showing up in the world as ourselves. Now, in case you're wondering, I'm not referring to the kind of showing up that puts you in the limelight or the spotlight or promotes you or actually makes you someone that you want to be in fact quite the opposite in fact it actually would probably run contrary to that completely because so often what we do is instead of listening to our body soul and spirit we try to be productive and helpful and do all the things that everyone else is telling us to do and fit into this crazy mold that just never works And for a good part of my life, I did just that. Even though I thought I was showing up, even though I thought I was doing all of the right things, what I didn't realize was that I was actually just out in the world trying to network and make friends and be on social media and grow a business, and I lost a part of who I was. But over the past few months, I've really come to realize what it means to start showing up for yourself. It took a few friends to nudge me in the direction, and here I am. But it got me thinking, why does it take us so long to see the value in who we are and what we have to offer the world? Because right now, in our current reality, life is geared towards getting followers and having likes and impressing others, and it really leaves no room for us to get to know ourselves in a way that feels authentic and relational. And maybe you've been noticing the same thing since the pandemic started. With the world being more and more centered online, it's easy to feel disconnected, not only from ourselves and others, but also from our feelings. So today I want to switch things up just a bit. And I want to share a few things that I've personally been learning about showing up in this season where uncertainty has really taken center stage and where it feels easy to be lost and forgotten in the shuffle. And I'm going to give you some personal examples of things that have worked for me and things that have definitely not worked for me. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you're going to be more empowered to show up for yourself in a way that you've never been able to before. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hello, my beautiful friend. Wow, this has been an exceptional season. I kind of feel like some days I'm going to wake up and things are going to be normal, but that just is not happening. I don't even think it's a thing anymore. And I'm not sure if things are ever going to be the same after this and now that I have been living kind of in a new way, I would be happy for things to never go back the way they were. Because I think the season is changing me, or I'm changing me, however you want to look at it. But I've been in this process where even though it's been somewhat painful, I have been learning about myself more and more in learning how to show up As myself and show up for myself. Now, there is a lot of noise competing for our attention. And if it's okay with you, I'm just gonna go there because I think that it's really important to talk about the elephant in the room, so to speak. If you look on social media, if you turn on the news, you know that there is a massive political firestorm right now. People are posting about conspiracy theories. They're pushing crazy agendas. And honestly, there have been moments where even though I'm tempted to actually post and comment on someone's feed, I have to hold myself back and say, you know what? You're not saying anything because you really don't want to engage and engage in that toxic energy. And it's okay for us to be educated and informed. In fact, I would highly suggest you be educated and informed, but I'll tell you what. There's a lot of people right now that are posting stuff that is not educated and it's not informed. And if you are in, if you are taking all of that in right now, then it's entirely possible it is stealing your peace. And the amount of fear that is being projected is at an all time high. And whether or not, you know, or realize it, you actually may be feeling it in your body, in your soul, and in your spirit. And that may be causing you to experience fear and anxiety. So I just want to take a moment from all of that. And I want us to center ourselves. I want us to get grounded and be able to show up for ourselves today, even in this moment, even as you're listening to this podcast right now. Is that okay with you? Okay. So what we're going to do is we're gonna just do a breathing exercise. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a nice deep breath all the way down to our belly it's called a diaphragmatic breath and we're going to breathe in for three counts then we're going to hold it for three counts and then we're going to exhale for three counts and we're going to do that three times okay so get in a comfortable position get somewhere where you can do that if you're driving you can still do it um, but I probably should pay attention to what you're doing but if you're sitting at home or you're just doing the dishes maybe stop for a second even in front of the sink and just take this moment to reset your body take a deep breath in 2 3 hold 2 3 release 2 3 breathe in two, three, hold, two, three, release, two, three. Breathe in, two, three, hold, two, three, release, two, three. Doesn't that feel good just to take a moment for yourself? That's a great exercise to use when you feel rushed or you feel pressed or even anxious. It's something that I do with my voice students. It's something I do with my coaching clients, something I personally do, especially during my morning routine, which I've been talking a lot lately about on social media. It's a great way to release that toxic energy from our body and also just to reset our entire system. So what I'm going to be talking about today in this episode is admittedly something that I have personally been working on and putting into practice. And there have been times in my life when I have taken time out for myself. I do a lot of self-care. I do a lot of introspection. But when COVID hit, I'll tell you what, that actually took a backseat because it really did shake me. So I'm calling myself out today just as much as I'm calling you into account. So I'm going to ask both of us, you and me, I'm going to ask us this question. What does it mean to show up for yourself? Well, here's the definition of showing it for yourself. It says that it means that you're willing to press pause so that you can be mindful of your needs, your health, body, soul, spirit, and to be able to nurture your creativity and energy. I love that definition. It is so good. Now, as I've been doing this, as I've been in this process, I've been um, learning so much about it that I've been... Compelled to share what I'm finding out with you as I go because I think it's so important and I think it will be helpful to you. And I want to encourage you to be open as well to give yourself permission just to be yourself. You don't have to show up as anybody else. You don't have to even do anything. You just need to be here and be present. Be the most authentic version of yourself. And I want to remind you that it's always okay just to take time for yourself when it's needed. Now, Many of you know this if you listen to the podcast or you kind of follow along on my journey, but I moved in with my parents about a year ago, so I've been living with them. And since COVID happened and since the pandemic, we've all been together quite a bit. (laughs) I say quite a bit. We're together a lot. It actually takes uh, quite a bit of figuring out logistically to even get podcasts recorded at this point because we're always all in the house So I understand what it feels like to, you know, be pulled in all these different directions. We've been refinishing the basement. My dad had surgery. Uh, I understand what it's like to have to do all of these things and be with family and try to work. And so I may not be married and I may not have kids, but I do get the pressure and I do understand what it's like when you feel like you are pulled every which direction. So having said all of that, I want to just encourage you that even though you feel that you're pulled in all these directions, that the things we're gonna talk about today, you can implement them in just very short spurts. Like just take like five, 10 minutes to implement one of these little things just to help you so that you can start showing up for yourself. And I'm I'm gonna encourage you to stick around to the end of the episode because I'm gonna give you some action steps and some takeaways so that you can start implementing these things and putting them into practice. Okay, so I hope you're ready because I wanna help you get out of your funk and get really in touch with who you are. So let's jump in. The first thing that I'm gonna start with, and one of the most pivotal things for me this season has been really getting in touch with my feelings. My emotions. Now you'd think, okay, well, that sounds like just way too simple. But I have been one of those people where I push my emotions to the side and I defer them for later. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I know I just want to keep the peace. I don't want to feel anything. I don't want to feel bad because I am very empathetic. And so I do feel a lot of things. So I try not to be in my feelings all the time. But during the season, I have allowed myself to feel my feelings. So if it's sadness or grief or loss or even anger, which has been probably the hardest emotion for me, I say hard just because it's something that I'm not used to having to process and to sit in. But I'll tell you what. Dealing with your emotions and actually being in your emotions is such a good way for you to process why you feel the way you do and what your body's trying to tell you about situations you're in. Maybe things that you need to release from your life, people you need to forgive or circumstances in your life that you need to pay attention to in order for them to shift and change. And so In order to really change your mindset and to really um, release yourself from some of the, the lies and the limiting beliefs that you've actually believed for a long time, you have to get in touch with your feelings. So what are your feelings and your emotions telling you? You can find that out by what your body is saying to you and, and really being present within your body. And it's like there are aches or pains or muscle tension is your jaw sore. Are you finding that, you know, you're feeling heavy or lethargic? And all of these things are pointing towards possibility of you holding emotions within your body and them needing to be released and so when we really get honest and in touch with our emotions and our bodies it really helps one of the things that i've personally been doing which i love is a 21 day brain detox uh, which is run by dr carolyn leaf and she has a switch app it's just called switch and i highly recommend it it's something that has worked for me over the past few weeks i've been implementing it to my life i like highly highly endorse downloading the search app you have to pay for it of course but um, it is so so good the second thing I want to talk about is taking time for yourself to be in the discomfort, to actually sit in the discomfort. Now, we talked about emotions and it's like, okay, Andrea, these are hard things. Well, yeah, yeah, it's hard because in order for us to really show up for ourselves, we actually have to sit in the discomfort. If you're a nine on the Enneagram, you're probably like, this is the worst. I don't want to talk about this. But I think we all try to avoid discomfort as much as possible. We'd wanna dodge it. So I wanted to say that in order for us to really show up as ourselves, I think we do need to take time to get a little bit uncomfortable in order to stretch, to grow, to be challenged, to change, and really have a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. Now, the next thing that I have struggled personally with for many, many years is this one thing. And it is speaking and acting kindly to ourselves. And I am honestly like, this is one of the worst things that I do As a one on the Enneagram. I have this inner critic and I find myself just thinking these negative thoughts about myself. And I think, you know what? I would never say this to another person. I would never say this about another person. Why in the world am I saying this to myself? So when you're showing up for yourself, it is so important that you speak and act kindly to yourself and your body will hear everything you're saying and it will actually reproduce what it is that you're telling it to do. So if it's a negative thing, it's actually going to reproduce that. And if it's a positive thing, then you're actually putting that also into your life. And so I would say if, if you're really looking to show up for yourself, you really need to look at what is it that you're saying? What are you thinking? What are those phrases that you're mumbling under your breath when you're frustrated or you're tired? Because that will be a really, really great indication of whether or not you are taking time to show up for yourself. And it's okay if you are doing those things, you're gonna have to have grace, and we're gonna to get to that in a second, but just allow yourself to, to hear what you're saying first, and then see you know am I actually speaking kindly about myself I've asked a few friends to contribute to today's episode and so I'm just gonna play a little snippet from Margot. I think I will be a much more confident Margot. I'm beginning to take to heart that I am a good photographer and that people like it and when they compliment me they actually mean it they're not being nice and so I'm standing up a little straighter and looking objectively at some of the things I'm doing. And yeah, I can see the way, how far I've come. And so I'm stepping into accepting compliments without the qualifier. So I'm becoming a more confident version of me. I was totally pumped listening to that. What an amazing revelation to have to be able to stand up and not have a qualifier about who you are just to accept that you're really good and you're really skilled so thank you so much Margot for contributing to the podcast today and for those of you who don't know Margot is actually the woman who takes my brand photos she's fabulous check them out if you ever see my Instagram a lot of the pictures that you see over there are have been taken by Margot and so I will link to her website in the show notes so If you need someone to take your pictures and you live in Toronto, she's your gal. Now, I know this goes without saying, but the next thing that I'm going to talk about is something that I think we need to do way more. And that's having grace for ourselves when we make a mistake. Because not everything is always going to go as planned, whether it's during a pandemic or whether it's during regular life, because this applies all the time. There's so often where we hold these such high expectations of ourselves and others and things and the way that we hope that they will go, that we actually need to have a little bit more grace when they don't go as planned. For example, I tried today to record this podcast episode for hours. I changed locations multiple times and I just couldn't get my head in the game. And then it was too noisy. And then the dog was distracting me. And then I came back home and as soon as I started again, someone just started mowing the lawn, one of the neighbors. And it was just like, oh my gosh, like is, throw me a bone here. Like somebody give me, (laughs) throw me a break. (laughs) Anyways, here I am. I'm still recording this episode. I just kept on trying, but I was like, okay, I just need to have grace for this moment. I need to practice exactly what I am talking about in this episode. And it's just like, it is what it is. I say that and now I want to retract that because Donald Trump said that (laughs) my dad used to say that my dad said it all the time it is what it is Adria but anyways now okay I digress I probably should take that out of the episode but I'm probably going to keep it in anyways okay in the same regard that you are having grace for yourself I think it's also really really important to show yourself a little bit of tough love every now and again Hold yourself accountable to what it is that you truly want. If you have things that you want to accomplish or things that you are working towards and you're motivated and focused to do them, then... I want to say to you, showing up for yourself means getting out there and doing it and giving yourself a pep talk when you need it and be the person that is going to coach you. Be that coach, be that person. Don't wait for somebody else to do it. Don't wait for someone to step in and give you permission and tell you it's okay and that you should keep going. You need to be the first person to cheerlead and champion yourself. Be relentless in your pursuit. And I think if you will do that, you will find that you will go so much further, especially through this year. So don't let what people are saying, like you're going to coast through 2020. If you're motivated and focused to do something, get out there and do it. The next one is acknowledge the person you're becoming and how far you've already come. Let's just say that, right? Because through this period, through this season, we've all been learning so much about um really becoming a person that we want to be and uh, all of our fears and limitations kind of were like put on display and we've had to kind of look at those things so acknowledge that and celebrate how much work you've already done you have a ways to go we all have a ways to go we all have things that we can keep working on and keep doing but applaud your victories know when you can celebrate those times and recognize those moments where you are moving forward. And lastly, I think this is such an important one, but it's to really create room in your life to evolve, to change, to have that growth mindset. Now, as we have been seeing things within the world, and we are seeing uh, issues of racial injustice, and we're trying to navigate all of these political issues and things in North America. We have to approach all of this from a place of learning and a place of growth and just allow ourselves to evolve. And also it may be that you are just evolving um, in in ways that you're maybe you're evolving spiritually, maybe you're evolving emotionally, maybe you're evolving physically, whatever it is, allow yourself that space and that grace to change and if people are changing around you as well give them space to do it because I have noticed even with my own family they are changing and growing and I'm like wow like this is really making a huge difference in the lives of people so when you're showing up for yourself you're giving yourself that space to evolve and to grow Now we're not authentically showing up for ourselves unless we are taking some action, unless we are putting some skin in the game. So as we go, as I leave you today, um, at the end of this episode, I am going to give you a few action steps that you can start taking. And I'd like to qualify these action steps with this one thing. You don't have to do all of them. In fact, just maybe even pick one and do one. And then as you do them, then you should do it for one week for an entire seven days. And then when you get to seven days, then extend it to a two-week period. And then when you get to the end of two weeks, extend it to three weeks. When you get to 21 days, you'll have built a habit within your life and you will see a massive change within your life. Okay, so here are some things that I think that you can start doing right away. Number one is start building into your day a morning or an evening routine. Now, I have a really like hardcore morning routine. It takes me like a good hour and a half to do my morning routine. It is something I implement. It is something I implemented years ago. It totally changed um, how I feel about my day, setting intentions and really, really being present and motivated and setting goals for the day and things that I want to do. And it also is a form of self-care for me. Now admittedly, my evening routine is not as great and that's something that I would like to work on and I would maybe even might take myself and start implementing over the next seven days. The next action step you could take is carve out some time during the day to set an intention. Now, when I first heard about this, I wasn't really sure what that meant. So setting intention just really means something that you want to focus on one phrase or one thing that you would like to be reminded of during the day, whether it's kind of coming back to a touchstone, whether it's um, being reminded of a phrase or a mantra that you feel like you want to be uh, for the day. It could be I choose to be peaceful today, or I choose to show up for myself today. It, can, it runs the gamut. You really can pick anything you want, but I think it's such a great thing to carve out time and set intention for your day. Now, the one thing that I have found that has totally, totally changed my year has been having a gratitude practice. You can journal your gratitudes. You can jot them down in your notes, in your phone, whatever you want to do. But I think it's so important to write down what you are grateful for. I have several episodes on this. I have an episode on this that I will link in the show notes. If you want to hear about uh, just about a gratitude practice, there's another episode I did just completely on gratitude. Take a 30-minute walk around your neighborhood and just talk to people and smile at people and, you know, take in the sights and sounds and just be present and in the moment and enjoy where you live. It doesn't have to be like this amazing, cool location. It can just be the middle of nowhere. Just kind of take in what's around you and allow yourself to be present where you are. Next thing you could do is just make yourself a really good meal and then sit down And actually enjoy it instead of running here and there maybe your meal is not a meal maybe it's a glass of wine maybe it's um a cup of coffee in the morning when the kids go off to school or are busy with their um homeschool zoom lessons i'm not sure exactly how that's going to work for you but Find something that you can really enjoy. A lot of times people like to do food with community. Maybe you're one of those people, but maybe you're not seeing a lot of community. Well, have a Zoom call with a friend and like have a cup of coffee on the Zoom chat and enjoy that together. Another thing you might want to do if you have the capacity to do this is really just to splurge on yourself. Maybe it's go get a mani-pedi. Maybe it's just to get your hair done. Perhaps you want to order something online that you've been wanting for a really long time. Maybe it's just sitting down reading a really good book for half an hour. Whatever it is that is going to really bring you some joy, take some time and splurge on yourself. Now, for all of you moms or dads out there, I would say this. This is a huge one, and I know it's probably really difficult for people to do this right now, but Have someone watch your kids and just get away for a few minutes. Go on a date night. Go and hang out by yourself. Go out with your girlfriends. Do something for yourself without the kids. I know that you've probably been with them nonstop for a really, really long time. This is a great way for you to show up for yourself. And in turn, I'll say it'll be showing up for them as well. And then the last thing that you could possibly do, I mean, there's many, many more. I'd love to hear even your suggestions, but call a friend, just get in touch with somebody, text, Um, write someone a card, Uh, send something Send them something in the mail. Just whatever it is, I really encourage you just to have that just deep connection with another human being. And that is actually showing up for yourself. And... If you want some journal questions, I've got some of those too. So I'm gonna just give you just four of them. Don't feel like you have to write them down. I will include them in the show notes and you can grab them there. But here are four questions you can ask yourself if you're journaling. It's what is making you feel the most drained or depleted? The second one is, is there something that I need to give up and then what am I grateful for today which goes back to the gratitude practice and how was I present today or how could I be more present tomorrow I think all of these things are ways in which you can begin to show up for yourself in a new way it's not putting yourself out into the world it's not showing up and being somebody for someone else it's showing up and being somebody for you It's showing up and being vulnerable and authentic and allowing yourself to really get to know yourself in a way that shines through and attracts the right people, the right opportunities, the right things into your life and rids you of that negative toxic energy, allows you just to have that flow of peaceful energy. One of the other things that I think is so important is for us to really develop a spiritual practice. And we're going to hear from Michelle about one of the ways that's happening for her. I'm going to be the child who wakes up each morning ready to go along with my father's plans for the day. My God's plans always bring me joy, peace, and wholeness. Thank you, Michelle, for a great reminder. I think that's so important for us to remember. Showing up as ourselves really means showing up as we were created, designed to be. And that means really being in touch with our creator. And for many of you, that means having a spiritual practice. So here are a few other things that you can do. So whether that's meditation, yoga, worship, praying, reading scripture, Um, saying affirmations, whatever, whatever that looks like for you, just praying, going for a walk in the woods and just actually talking to God. I think it's so important for your spiritual self to also be renewed and strengthened. And that is one, one, one big, huge, huge, huge way for you to show up for yourself. Friend, I hope these have been helpful for you. Today, I'll tell you what. I have not had an episode in a really long time that took this long to record and this long to actually get out there. So I hope that these little tips have been super helpful for you. Next week we're going to be back with a guest and then we're going to be starting a brand new four part series on what is standing in your way and I'm super excited to share that series with you. It's going to be coming up in a few weeks. But I'd love to connect with you, so make sure you connect with me on Instagram. You can find the Courage Cast at at the.CourageCast. You can also find me at at Miss Crispy. Love to connect with you, hear how this episode helped you, or maybe if you've got tips of your own that you want to share, and I can repost them and help someone else with things that have helped you um, in your practice of learning how to show up for yourself. Take this time, my friend, to really be present and in the moment, And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.